I'd like to welcome you to Footballers Family Podcast. This is Jeremy McFarlane, and and I want to share something with you. Uh, I recently started a new franchise with a friend of mine on Madden 21. We decided to do a fantasy draft, which with each one of us picking a different team from a different conference, I ended up picking the Buffalo Bills. And having never played with the Bills, uh, I did a little digging on the setup page. Uh, this is the page where you can change the difficulty of your opponent. I don't want to have them too hard. So they're, they're, they're on pro. But anyway, this is also the page where you can change the jersey of your team and of your opponent. Now, I, sent, I spent several minutes looking at those jerseys and helmets, and it was beautiful. I saw jerseys and helmets that I recognized from the 90s when the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls, that the ones that Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas and Bruce Smith wore. I remember O.J. Simpson wearing the older Buffalo Bill jerseys. Needless to say, I've, I've worn nothing but the 90s jerseys so far into my franchise. Whether you realize it or not, jerseys, helmets, hats, etc., all play a part in the history of any sport. Think back to your favorite team and when you started following them. Odds are you're going to think back to the jerseys they wore. The pinstripes for the Yankees, the star for the Cowboys, the purple and gold for the Lakers, the beautiful two-tone blue for some team out of Nashville. The list goes on and on. Today we're going to talk to a fan of sports jerseys, and I'm going to let him introduce himself in a bit. In this interview, you're going to hear about why he loves sports jerseys, some of his favorites, and just how many jerseys he owns. I am both envious of him and want to be him at the same time. If you would, please subscribe to this podcast by pressing that subscribe button and join us on the Sports History Network. There are several other podcasts to enjoy. This is the home of your yesteryear of sports history. You can also follow me at Jeremy underscore McFarlane or on Facebook at the Footballist Family Podcast. And we're back for uh, another episode of the Footballers Family Podcast, and I'd like to uh, have my guest introduce himself for us. Yes, uh, my name is Joe Genovese. I run the Goat Jerseys Twitter account, um, and basically, I man, I, I've been into jerseys since I was a kid. I'm 46. Uh, I grew up in a, the era when jerseys were untouchable in my book you know you had the 70s the 80s um going into the 90s um and man uh one day i just was being just a lover of jerseys was was i was sitting in my shower it was funny i was in the shower and basically i had this idea like you know what i don't really see a page or an account where people just post jerseys write little notes um, and I said, you know what, let me just try something. And boom, I started posting a few things and a few, uh, people that are well-informed on jerseys like Paul Lucas from UniWatch and Phil Hecken, they started reposting my stuff and, uh, boom, I started just getting a, an amazing following and I enjoy doing it every day. And now I'm up to almost 17,000 followers, which is really awesome. And, um, it's been, it's been really fun just doing it on a day-to-day basis. Now, I have followed you uh, since I started this podcast. I, I kind of found you uh, about three or four weeks ago. And you have a lot of baseball uh, pictures. I saw one with Lou, Lou Pinella and the Kansas City Royals hat that he had on the top of his head. I believe. Yes. 
Yeah, Sweet Lou. <laughs> Sweet Lou, and it looked like it was about three sizes too small. Now, now you know, back then in the 70s, and the hats weren't made the way they were today where they have that, like, higher brim. Everything was kind of, like, low, and I don't know if Lou had a huge head or if they just – but, yeah, it looked really funny. It was just sitting on top of his head. It almost looked like those Oscar Gamble pictures with the big afro when his hat was just kind of just hanging up there. I guess I'm just jealous for the hair is what it, what it boils down to. Yeah, those, those 70s hair, man, they, they, they just had it on lock, man. Wow. They really do. But our, our main emphasis here is, is over football. So tell me, if you have your top five jerseys of all time, what would they be? Man, I, I have to go. I know some people, the traditionalists, don't like the creamsicles, Buccaneers, no. but hey, I mean. I love them. Don't, don't, don't. Listen. Clip. Other than, you know, it could have been a little bit more intimidating for the Errol Flynn, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish they were really good when they wore them, which would have been even better. I mean, you had like the Leroy Selmans and, man, even Testaverde even wore them, Steve DeBerg. But, I mean, they, they, had, they had some pretty bad teams. But, man, those unis, I mean, whether it was home or away, were, uh, were just beautiful. Um, those definitely go down. A lot of people don't, I don't know, but I love the Falcons jerseys, like when they had Billy White Shoes Johnson and even up to Dion when he was, when he was young. Those, those Falcons jerseys were amazing. The whole uniform. I mean, the Falcons now, the jerseys now are awful in my book. I mean, I don't, I can't really even look at them. Um, I love the Seahawks jerseys actually too and Dave Craig around that era. Another thing with the neon into the Seattle doesn't really work for me. Um, and I'm a Jets fan. So um, obviously I don't like the Patriots at all. Sadly, I'm a Jets fan. But the Pats, <laughs> the Pats unis, man, like, you know, the Andre Tippett years and, oh, they were beautiful. I, I, I mean, I know like they probably don't want to go back to them for the simple fact they've been so great in these unis. I get it. But, man, what I love to see the Patriots um, go back. And then I have to say the, I probably have definitely two more in terms of the Oilers, the Oilers with the power to blues, man, I'm just a baseball guy. So anything power to blue I'm in. And then the Chargers, obviously, you know, the power to blue Chargers oh, yeah. with the lightning bolt. I mean, even, even when they went a little blue or went during the Dan Fouts years, I mean, those still, they were still beautiful. Uh, so those are probably my top. Obviously there's some classic ones that will forever be beautiful. Like the chiefs, the Vikings, I mean, those are just legendary. Even Green Bay and Dallas when they wear um, – I always li- I actually like the older Dallas when they had that, like, uh, that blue. It was almost like that blue-gray look. Um, they don't wear those anymore. But, yeah, those, those are some of the ones I enjoy. And football has uh, some, some beautiful-looking jerseys. I love them. Now, is that the, uh, the old-school one with the white helmet and the blue star? Yes. Yes. Uh, they sometimes – roll those out on Thanksgiving. And I don't know if they're going to do that this year. Yeah, those are those. I, yeah, I would too. I think I'm trying to think of the era of that. Would you, would you, do you well, remember the era? When the, when the Cowboys were introduced in the 1960s, I believe it was that first year. I want to say it was the first year and I might have the book, but I'm not going to look for it right now. But um, it was within about just a handful of years uh, that they went to the silver helmet, mm-hmm. but the white helmet, if you were to watch the first season, they would show, um, you know, the follies of the first couple of seasons, they had the white helmet then. 
but the one that you brought up that I really enjoy um, and I really wish that they would go back to, and I tell my son this, is the old school Seattle Seahawks helmet. To me, oh. um, Jim Zorn, uh, Kurt Warner, Steve Largent, the team was not that good, but the uniforms are so much better than they are now. Oh, totally agree. If any team, I mean, beside the Patriots, but I understand why they don't go back, but the Seahawks, I mean, that was, I mean, that was my era too. Like you said, Kurt Warner, man, was he a great running back? They had yes, uh, Easley. Easley was an amazing safety. Yes. I mean, Largent was just, Largent was just unbelievable. I always loved that, that video of Largent when, when there was an interception and he came back and just demolished a linebacker or someone on a block. And you would think like this skinny dude, man, he just crushed this guy. Hmm. I got to find that and post that one day. It was amazing. But yeah, I, I think the Seahawks, I actually have, um, an old school uh, Seahawks jersey from that era. I'll actually post it up tomorrow on the GO jerseys and show yeah, you. Yeah, tag, tag me on that if I'll you I'll tag will. you in it. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It has, you know, you know the old school perforated holes. You remember that era? It was just – remember they had even – some guys wore the cutoff ones like Bosworth. Bosworth, yes. Yeah, Seahawks uh, um, are beautiful. And, and if, I don't know if you remember the show. It's just a few years ago called Tackle My Ride. No, I don't. Okay, that's uh, – I, I tell you what, if you can find it, it came on the NFL Network, but they went and found uh, deserving fans, NFL fans that do so much for the team or for the community, and they found one from Seattle who actually changed his name, his middle name to Seahawk. <laughs> and he – I tell you what, he had a, uh, a mullet, and I respect the hair game. I really do. He, he, he worked well. <laughs> But they took his truck and they put the old school Seahawk logo on it. Mm. And, I, and I'm telling you what, I, Seahawks are top 10 in my list. But if I had that vehicle, they would be number one. <laughs> Man, that's, I would love to see that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like, you know, sometimes they – remember they had like the, the bullpen cars in baseball where when the reliever would come out, they'd drive him into the mound. Oh, yeah. They had those – yeah, they had those in baseball. And I, I saw one in the street one time. It was like a Yankee car in pinstripes. And I said, oh, my, I would love to just draw, have a Yankee bullpen car. Like that's like the coolest thing. So like, I could relate with the Seahawk thing. That's, that's really cool. Well, they did it for several other ones as well. To me, the best one they did – uh, they did one for the Vikings. They did one for the Browns. Uh, they didn't do it for the Titans, and I was upset because I wanted to see who who would be tightened up. But um, you bring up some old-school jerseys, and uh, you might know this better than I do, but when the Fran Tarkenton era of the uh, the second time he was with the Vikings, they had a glossy cover on their helmet, didn't they? believe so, Yes. But now it's matte, and I kind of like the matte better than the gloss for some reason. Yeah, I think it, it goes with the era, too. I mean, also back then, I think they had, like, the gray face mask. And yes. then, you know, I, th through the years, obviously, I think now it's purple. If I'm, if I'm, I believe it is. I'm not sure. But I know as the years go by, I mean, a lot of those face masks were actually gray. Even the Oilers were – you know, that was just kind of that era. But, um, yeah, the Vikings, man, it's just a classic, classic – It's I, I feel like that – the Vikings, the Chiefs, you know, I mean, they don't really ever have to do much to change their jerseys. You, when you have a classic, it's like, what are you going to do? It's like the Yankees. What, what could you possibly do to that uniform? Because then you, re, you change history. You know, I mean, some of the teams that don't have uh, a long history, 
I get it. You want to, you know, change something, but certain teams I feel like just need to be left alone. Now we do. Uh, would you agree that um, as much as I don't like the chargers, I don't like the chargers. Can I say it one more time? I don't like the chargers yes. that they, <laughs> that the powder blue that Lance Althworth wore uh, probably is the best overall. Untouchable. I think that, I mean, that's top, they're top five for me and any uniform just, you know, and I look at it now and it's like, you know, so many changes. It's like with the Rams, you know, the Rams, Eric Dickerson era, um, you know, even going even farther back, but you know, they, some uniforms, if you have a classic look in your history, then go back to it. If you want to, you know, tweak it a bit, but I never understood why people have a, if you don't have a classic look and you want to experiment, then I get it. That's fine. You know, keep trying until you, until you find something that works. But when you have a classic and people want it, fans want it, people buy the throwbacks, you know, you see the crowd at a game and so many people have that era of, of the Jersey on, you would think that they would just, you know, go back to that. But I don't know. Some people just, I'm happy the Browns actually went back uh, to, to a Jersey. I mean, during those like Brian Sipe years when they had the, the orange with the Brown, I mean, there was some really good Browns jerseys, but they're a simple, like Browns are simple. Keep it simple and and go back to what works. But I think they kind of found a little niche now, um, of, of, of kind of re- recreating their history. What is the draw for throwbacks? Man, um, I think just like guys like me want to relive their youth, you know, in terms of what you wore growing up. And when we were kids, we couldn't really get the jersey. You know, it wasn't easy to get a jersey. Now you can go anywhere and get a jersey. You can go to the mall. You can go to eBay. You can go to, you know, Ebbets who makes uh, – they make all the throwbacks from every year, the, the wool – throwback so you can go fanatics well all these sites but when i was a kid i mean to get a jersey they really weren't the real jersey so you know i had like a um a ken o'brien jersey and an altoon jersey and a mark gastino jersey but it just had the number it didn't even have their name because they didn't have the rights the licensing rights back then so uh, you know i think you know the older guys like me in the 40s they want to say hey i want that jersey that you know, Freeman McNeil had, I want to wear that Jersey with his name on her. I want to wear that, you know, uh, Lawrence Taylor Jersey that I couldn't wear when I was a kid. So I think that's kind of like my era. And then, you know, the younger kids, obviously they don't know they have it easy. They could just go and get any Jersey at any time. What is the ugliest Jersey you've ever seen? And why is it the Denver Broncos original Jersey? The Broncos original, which you mean, uh, I'm trying to think what their original jersey it's not, was. It's before the Orange Crush. I believe, if I remember the story behind it, is when they were founded, the owner was so cheap that he went and bought the jerseys from a baseball team. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. That's sort of like uh, the way the uh, Seattle Pilots kind of uh, – they just basically took the, the the same everything and just transferred the letters over because uh, they would just be – yeah, a lot, I hear a lot of stories regards to that, but the ugliest jersey, that's a really good one. I'm trying to think of – I mean, I, re, I know this is crazy, but I'm not saying all time, but the, the Seahawks, I can't really look at the, the Seahawks when they wear that neon jersey, like the color rush or whatever, and it's oh, neon. Yeah. I, that's, that's top three. I don't know if I have a number one, but that – that right there is, is just not football. That, that has to go. Uh, I can't even look at that. It's, it's a little rough. Um, I believe 
You remember the Green Day one that they had? That might be the one you're talking about, that they were going to have a day where they had Green Day play. They were going to have a green rush for uh, recycling, and then they brought that one out. And I'm like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, certain things just – who thought of this to to do it? Because, like I said, especially teams with a a long history and, and, you know, one of the legendary teams, you can't put – any jersey out it's just like you know like i say with the yankees you know even they made the teams wear different hats one year or you know for the for the uh i don't know i just think i'm not into that i don't think there should be i don't even think there should be you know uh what do they do like when they do like what is it called for certain days I just don't feel like jerseys should just be jerseys they shouldn't change certain things if you're going to change a jersey like i said it just has to be Right. If it's a traditional classic jersey, please just keep keep it that way. Well, that's that part of the reason why. And I'm looking here. I have a Mark Mariani uh, cutout in my office, and he's wearing his Titans blue, two tone blue. Well, do you think that teams finally say, you know what, we're we're not selling jerseys like we should. Let's let's change up the color just a notch. Yeah, and th- and I feel like too. I feel like there should be people. I mean, I'm not just saying for me or for, but it has to be different generations of people. Where, like you can't have maybe like a 50 year old person or a 20 year old. I feel like you have to have a bunch of people in a room that are from different eras to go over it and pick the right thing. I feel like sometimes I see a Jersey that comes out or, and I'm like, who designed that? I don't know anybody. Cause if I, if I post, sometimes I'll post a bad Jersey on my site just to say, what is this? And you see how many people are like, what is, so it's not just me. So I don't under, even with the jets. Now the jets came out with these new uniforms and I love the green. Like I love that, that Kelly green. I, but the wording and it, what is it? Like, I, I mean, even from when I came up in the eighties and those were classic jets jerseys, Altoon was just green. Yes, they were. Even when Wayne, yeah. When Wayne Corbett was, even, then they went to that darker green. They got a little, it was just like, that's not it. But and then if you go back to Namath, you know, they have good jerseys. So whoever designed these to be in this, I, I don't know. It's very frustrating. I guess maybe I'm a little too anal with it for the fact of how much I love jerseys, but maybe the average person doesn't care and they'll buy any jersey because they just want to wear their favorite player's jersey. But uh, for people like for people like me, it, it's very bothersome sometimes to see how bad a team could go. How many jerseys do you own? I probably own, I would say, man, I wish I would have had, when I was younger, I feel like I almost had more. When I got into like my mid-20s, maybe like 26, 27, I got rid of a lot of jerseys. Um, and then a friend of mine owned a shop in Atlanta when I was living down there, and he was selling a store, and he was like, hey, listen, I'll basically give you most of my collection for basically half what it's worth because I can't. I can't keep the store. So I bought that and, you know, I sold some here and there, but I would say probably right now, maybe like close to a hundred. What's your favorite one? Oh man. Let me me see what I have. Well, they have a classic. I love this one. It's a, uh, it came out like in the eighties. It's a zip up um, Philadelphia Phillies pinstripe and the zipper still works. I mean, it's beautiful, and it's the sandit. If you remember those oh, in the '80s, they had oh, the yeah. sandit jerseys. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's exactly what my uh, my Seahawks one that's here too. 
My Seahawks one has Largent. It doesn't have his name, but it's 80, and it has the holes in it. Oh, man. So I would say I love the Largent. I love the um, – I love the Phillies. I love those are probably two of my favorite. I don't have like many, many uh, really, really old jerseys. I guess because just the era. I always collect the era that I'm used to. From I collect like late seventies, eighties, getting to the nineties, it gets a little crazy. So uh, I think those two are my favorite. I mean, that I would say if I had to, somebody said, you know, wear your favorite jersey, I'd probably put those on. I'm very happy this Phillies jersey, which is probably, I would say. Man, it's probably 40 years old, um, and the zipper still works, and it's in mint condition. So I'm pr- pretty proud of that one. Well, see, that's – you know, I, when, when my wife says, well, you have too much of this stuff or too much of that stuff, I say, well, at least it keeps me off the streets. You know, I have a hobby that keeps me off the streets. Like, what am I going to do? So at least <laughs> you've got a hobby that will keep you off the streets. Without a doubt. I mean, I'm, between the jerseys and I – it's funny, uh, during the pandemic – I got back into car collecting that I was huge on when I was a kid. I haven't collected maybe since the early nineties. And then I got back into it, just, you know, ran into uh, some car breaks that I was like, what the heck is this? And now my daughter's sick. She's into it. So between, you know, the jerseys and, and the cards. Yeah. Like you said, when you have a family, you know, where are you really going? What are you really doing? But at least it keeps you busy and kind of brings back the fun of, of your youth and, you know, kind of keeps you fresh. You know, that's uh, – I have one jersey in particular that I hold – well, I have two, actually, and I had to find this because last year I got to meet Eddie George here in, uh, in outside in Nashville, and I had his jersey. hadn't worn it in a while because I didn't want to mess it up. But I found it, and alongside the Eddie George jersey, I found my Steve McNair jersey. Wow. It, yeah, yeah, now that era of Titans jersey to me is, I guess the word is pure. It's it's just, they're better than what they are now. Yep, I agree. And and maybe, maybe like you're saying, that we are kind of drawn to the era that we started following that particular team or person more so than what we are now. That's true. Uh, I totally agree. And I agree with you on, on the Titans. If I had one word to describe – that was was clean. clean they were just very they were super clean there was i mean like if they went back to that right now i mean they they were beautiful and i mean they had some really good teams um as well uh yeah i have to bring up a jersey that means a lot to me because i have a game used jersey uh from the vikings from a friend of mine his name is jimmy kennedy he was a defensive tackle for the uh for the vikings he was the 12th pick of the i believe 2000 and three draft uh from the rams and he's from my hometown in yonkers new york um and he's a good friend of mine and years ago when he was uh when he was close to retiring he sent me a jersey and he wrote a little note on the back and it's a game used so you see all the marks on it when he was with the vikings so that that always is like something that like i'll cherish because you know you saw someone you knew um actually be super successful he played in penn state with lavar arrington oh yeah yeah um, yeah yeah, they had that ridiculous defense with him, Courtney Brown, and LeVar Arrington. They were just, like, unbelievable. And uh, I was so happy. I mean, like, to be the 12th pick of the first round of the NFL, I mean, that's unbelievable. And he's a great guy. He retired now. His last year, which was really cool, he went on to win a Super Bowl with his hometown Giants. So he went out as a Super Bowl champ. And, uh, yeah, that jersey definitely, 
you know, sits in my office and it's, it's something I'll always cherish. Well, see, that's, uh, you know, when, what, what do you say before I go into what I was about to say? What do you say about the, is it called monochromatic or just one color jersey, you know, jersey and pants? Do you think that goes or do you think that's too much? You know what? A lot of people do not like them. Um, I like them on occasion. I mean, sometimes they look good. I won't sit, sit here and say that I like them every time or I don't like them. It go, it, depending on the team and the color, sometimes when something's way too bright, it doesn't work. And if something's too dark, I don't like the, like the all black look. I'm really not into that at all. I don't even like anything with the jets went again, they went to black. Like that's so 2000, you know, like when the Mets went black with black, it's just like, that is so old. What do you need black? If it's not in your color scheme, what do you need black for? You know, black is Steelers, black is Raiders, you know, that's black, you know, even the Falcons black and red, but I, I, yeah, with, with, with that is for me is, is some is most of the time I don't like it, but on occasion, sometimes it looks good. Well, uh, when you look at your childhood, you might follow one player. Growing up, you and I grew up around the same time. We didn't have ESPN. Um, <laughs> I followed the Broncos. I followed the Oakland A's. I followed the Boston Red Sox and the Boston Celtics, L.A. Lakers. We weren't able in, in, in Bonacqua, Hickman County, where I grew up in Tennessee, we weren't able to get a lot of stuff. We were lucky once a week to get the game of the week for baseball or, or football or basketball. We were lucky. But when we saw the jerseys, I knew that was the Lakers. I knew those were the Broncos and definitely knew those were the Oakland A's because no one had the green like that. Hmm. And, you know, we grew up liking – the jersey and we've kind of followed the player uh when you think of a jersey that fits a team this is the jersey this is the color scheme and if i were to say this is the color what do you think that people would recognize right off the bat when they saw those colors that belongs to that team i think you hit it the a's I mean that they've never really went away from what looks great. I mean the color. Even now they brought the Kelly that that green back. But I mean my favorite player growing up was Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Um. And yeah, he was my. I mean I did everything like him. I batted like him. I tried to steal like him. I did snatch catches in the air. I got in trouble with my coaches, but I loved Ricky Henderson and I loved him when he was on the A's just from the colors. I used to love his rookie card. That's when I started collecting, and I loved the A's. Obviously, I was a diehard Yankee fan. I grew up 10 minutes from Yankee Stadium, but I loved the A's colors. And when Ricky came to the Yankees, I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing in the whole world. I remember being in his fan club. I was, uh, yeah, I still have his autographs. But, like, for some something with, like, the A's that had those amazing uniforms from – you know, you go all the way back from when they first started and then all the way into like those 70s with, um, you know, they just had like with Reggie and then, you know, they never really changed. It went a little darker, but like the color scheme of the A's, it's just something about that green and the yellow and the and, and that white. I mean, from any era you go and you see that, it's just the Oakland A's. I mean, I'm just being honest. I they're They're probably one of my top, you know, two or three baseball jerseys of all time because you could go to any era and find an amazing different colorway because they warm they warm different ways whether they had the you know the green pullovers or they had the white with the yellow or then they you know they had uh they had even the gray with the script oakland i mean there was so many great looks i have several uh baseball cards mark mcguire i think he had white pants and green shirt at one time 
uh, uniform top, and that looked pretty slick too. Yep, they had the pullover with the uh, the pullover green, uh, and then it was the an Oakland uh, they had across the chest. Yeah, that was yep, beautiful jersey. Yeah, yeah, Oakland A's man, they beautiful. But see, that's some that's something that uh, you know people say. Well, why is the big deal about jerseys? Jerseys make the team. Yes, You, you know, in college they didn't really have their names on the back of their Jersey for the long time, but you knew who the Notre Dame fighting Irish were from their uniforms. And, uh, my university of Alabama crimson tide. And, uh, you knew who they were by their jerseys. Um, and, but you know, teams like Oregon, you don't really know who they are cause they have so many, <laughs> so many jerseys. So many jerseys. Yeah, because growing up, I mean, even watching Tennessee, University of Tennessee, they had that light orange. Almost like, almost looked like a creamsicle color. I remember yeah, when we, I was – We don't right? talk about that too much around, around my family. You don't talk – okay, got no, it. I hear no, you. No. <laughs> I, I grew up but, – um, but, but distinctive, but distinctive yeah. teams. I get what you're saying. Like certain teams stand out. And now they just know – They tried uh, a few years ago to change up and go to a gray – jersey and oh, my friends the fans here in this area just hated it horrible yeah when you do the gray with like orange and white it's just there's no. no way that can go it's just no way it, it will ever go and yes yeah, certain teams just like you said yeah they stand out i mean like look at um look at uh north carolina you know north carolina basketball the jordan you know that power you know that tar heel blue i mean that stands out forever that court you'd know right off the bat that that's UNC. So, I mean, I'm down here in Raleigh and, you know, I mean, Duke is Duke and, you know, NC state, you know, it was NC state, but something about that powder blue UNC is, it just blows everything out of, out of the water with that, that look. And they never really, you know, went off that look. It's always kind of been, uh, I think in the nineties, they might've got, they mixed a little darker blue in there, but that powder blue and that white is so beautiful. Why, why would you change? Oh, now, I got see, I got to see North Carolina State play in the Music City Bowl a few years ago, and I I do like their their uh, colors, but uh, compared to North Carolina, it's just there's no contest. Oh, there's no contest exactly color wise. I mean, yeah, and and especially here with basketball, it's just you know obviously Duke and North Carolina will always be battled out, but in terms of jersey, there's there's no comparison. I mean, there's but no you know, you look growing up with with the Yankees and the Mets. I mean, I always thought the Mets had really good jerseys, you know, and, you know, I always love the orange and the blue, um, especially the Doc Gooden arrow with the pinstripes. Yes. I mean, they had beautiful jerseys. And then, like I said, in the two thousands, they went into black jerseys. It was just like, it was almost like the Padres. Thankfully the Padres went back this year to the Brown and, you know, the Brown and yellow, because where did they get blue from? It was just like, and you see this with so many teams and so many different, you know, whether it's basketball, football, I mean, you go with what works, especially if you have something that worked already. I mean, the fans want it. They do. They know. So you think fans don't know, but they really know. And they, you'll see in the crowd what they wear, too. Well, I want to appreciate, I appreciate your time today, Joseph, for letting us uh, delve into a little bit more. And again, where can they find you on Twitter so you can build your 17,000 followers a little bit more? Yes, sir. Uh, so it's Goat Jerseys, G O A T. J E R S E Y S. Uh, that's on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, December 1st, I'll have uh, goatjerseys.com. We'll be having some merch on there. Uh, have Q and A's I've done with a lot of 
uh, famous people that enjoy jerseys like we do. Um, so there's going to be a lot of different things on there. But, yeah, you know, anybody's out there, follow. I interact. I do it on a daily. Um, and I really appreciate you bringing me on. And any oh, other time God. you want to, you know, do this again, definitely just reach out. It'll be fun. Oh, we will. And send a link to all that stuff to, to my Twitter page, and it will go on the Sports History Network as well when this uh, show drops. Um, yes, sir. We'll do. I, I tell you what, we're um, – all of us on the Sports History Network are, are football and sports geeks and nerds and whatever else you want to call. And uh, we respect people who respect the game like you do. I appreciate that, man. You know, likewise, and I uh, appreciate you uh, having me on. And uh, y'all, thank you for joining us again for another episode of Footballers Family. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.